Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your favorite host ever to do this show. The only host um, back here today. And I, I want to start out, no, I do not have a place where I put picks out every day. So I, I do the podcast. This is, uh, I love doing it. It's a lot of fun uh, for me. And I, uh, I enjoy it. It's therapeutic, but uh, I don't have time <laughs> to do anything else while I'm putting them out every day. Uh, y'all, as I've said on here before, y'all know my staff hates me. Um, <laughs> you can tell every time it's not a home game, if it's an away game or bye week or whatever, they're all asking off. Yeah, you know, all the time. Apparently, they never need money. They, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, so I'm here a lot. And a whole lot right now. And so, with where we are. All that will change, you know, soon and everything. We'll hit December and, well, I'll work more, but uh, we won't be as busy. And then January, everything will change. I'll have more time. So, um, I'm sorry, but, and yeah, all the people that text me in the morning, hey, what are you taking today? What are you taking today? I can tell you. I can send you what I put in, but mine changes through the day and through the night because second half bets and, um, you know, late game parlays and, and all that. Yeah, you, know, you watch the games, you, you kind of go with it. Uh, you can do your research for football and, and for, uh, you know, college and NFL. Obviously, following soccer and, uh, NBA a little bit, not really. I really don't like watching it, but I, I do see the scores and all that stuff. I'll tell you what I like to do in the NBA. The NBA, the most rigged sport out there, everybody makes runs. Look at what the line is for the game. Then look at where the score is at halftime. Second half bets. Generally, not always, generally the line comes back or the game comes back to the original game line. Right? So let's say a team's minus five and then they're down by 15 at the half. The second half line is probably going to be somewhere around them minus seven. I would take that. Because they're favored to win the game. Now you're in essence getting on the plus seven. You know, stuff like that. Mm. NHL, I love first periods. Uh, I really like the overs of most of them. It's usually one and a half. And uh, normally they'll be minus 150, minus 170, something like that. But uh, I, I like the overs of the first periods. I play those a good bit. Um, and then you kind of see how that goes and, and go, you know, you can live bet, bet in between periods and all that and go from there. But I really can't put all that out there before the day. Sorry. You know, for every day. Um, college basketball started. That's awesome. Um, you know who the good teams are. The things you have to look at with these big lines, you know, when you get big, good teams against the others, is basically what I'm looking at is can they score? Because if the team can score, they can score. You know? Hmm. There's very few very good defensive teams in basketball. Like, it's rare to see a really good defensive team. So... Uh, which team could score the best and 
uh, the matchups, you know, the styles. But you just kind of got to follow it a little bit for that. Now, let's jump over to some football. And you know what? I'm going to start out with the NFL. I'm going to start out with the NFL because technically it is Thursday. It's 1.35 a.m. Wednesday night, Thursday morning when I'm recording this. Uh, we closed up. We got everything cleaned up. Uh, I, I helped the staff hurry out of here and get get out of here so I could do this and then go home and get some sleep. Uh, but I'm going to jump on NFL. NFL is really difficult. There's always a lot of parity in the NFL, but uh, this year there's a lot of really bad teams. And it leads off with that. Thursday night, you got the Panthers and the Bears. These are two bad football teams. The Bears don't even know who the quarterback will be going into tomorrow. There's, you know, possibly fields. Look, the Bears are a three-point favorite. You had to go back to 2021 to the last time they were a three-point or more favorite in a game. Uh, not, a, not a good team. But are they better than the Panthers? Maybe. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's a real question here. Uh, we threw three interceptions last week. That certainly didn't help. Uh, I like Bryce Young, but he didn't have a good week either. It didn't really look great, but it's the Panthers, what do they have? Um, so here's what I did. I took the Bears' money line to win the game. I like home teams on Thursday night. You know, it's a short week. They're there at home, so they don't have to have that travel day. That's an extra day to prepare. I don't know if the Bears prepare for games, but they should. Um, so I took them money line. I did also buy Carolina up to five and a half, which was minus 150, and took that as well. I cannot lose both of those. Obviously, I can win both of them, though. I'm trying to middle it. If the Bears win the game and they win by six or more, okay, I will lose the Carolina bet, but I win the Bears, right? If Carolina wins the game, obviously they cover the five and a half, you know, that they're a plus, so I win that, I lose the Bears. If the Bears win, by one to five points, hey, I hit them both. So there's where I'm at on that game. Um, Colts, Patriots, Patriots are in a bad way. They're discussing whether or not they're going to bring Belichick back, but they are at home. Uh, it's a one and a half point line. I'm going to roll with the Pats this week. I think their defense is good. Their secondary is not good, um, but I'm going to roll with the Pats plus the one and a half. Uh, I'm not going to go through every game here. Obviously, I like the Ravens against the Browns. Uh, I'm, I'm riding with them. They're one of my ride or die teams. I like them. Uh, Bengals have come to life the past couple of weeks. They're minus seven against the Texans. I think minus five and a half is about where I want to be with the Bengals. If it's eight, eight and a half, I'd probably take the Texans. It's a good defense. Mm. And the offense hasn't been bad either. Uh, not terrible. Um, 49ers, Jaguars, 49ers, three-point favorite. You got to look at the health of them, uh, what all they're going to have back. You want to take the 49ers. The Saints are minus two and a half at Minnesota. Both these teams are five and four. This is a do not touch. Run away from this game. You know, the Saints beat the Bears last week. Congratulations. They're terrible. You know, so you beat a bad football team. Hmm. The Steelers and Packers are the same way. Both these teams are frauds. The Steelers should not be 5-3. They have found a way to steal games all season. The uh, the Packers, you know, 
not not great either. Their fans will be the first to tell you they're three and five for a reason. I'd run away from this game. Um, don't don't play that. You know those type games you don't want. Uh, I do like the Lions at the Chargers. Chargers have won a couple straight, but they didn't beat anybody good. You know they beat the Jets and the Bears. So while they got some confidence and everything, give me the Lions. Give me the over in that game. They can score. Um, you saw the Cowboys last week. They're a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. That's fine. I'll take the Cowboys because they're playing the Giants. Uh, the Washington Commanders-Seahawks game is one to keep an eye on the line. It's at six right now. If it goes up to seven or more, I'm on the Commanders. If it goes down, then I'm on, uh, I'm on Seattle. The Commanders will look good the past couple of weeks, and so I, I like that. Jets-Raiders, Sunday night. Climb time, that's what you want, a 4-4 four and four and a 4-5 and five team. Uh, at the end of the day, the Jets have a better defense. And, I mean, the over-under for this game is 36. It's not going to be you know, a big scoring game. Um, but the Jets' defense is good. They're the best unit out of the you know ones that will play. I'll, it's a pick em. I'll probably take the Jets. Uh, Monday night, Bills and Broncos – the Bills are five and four, and they are too good to be five and four. It's at seven and a half now. Hopefully, it goes. You know, I buy it down to like six and a half, and take the Bills. But I don't think y'all really came here for the NFL. Y'all came here for college football, and we're ten minutes in, nine and a half minutes in. So I'm going to remind y'all about T Town Dart League. T Town Dart League in full effect. Came back last week. Uh, last night, Tuesday night, after a week hiatus. Um, it's week seven will be this coming Tuesday. Uh, there's 13 teams in the league, so 13 weeks. Uh, then the playoffs, regular season. Look, there'll be a break in December. This season won't end until January. And playoffs and everything, you know, the next season, we're not looking at starting until probably February or so. Um... Uh, I will always, you know, care about this league, and I want to see it succeed. I've had a few people talking to me about my decision to step away as commissioner. Uh, that decision is still in effect. Uh, I haven't seen anything from the league that would tell me I need to stay. I haven't, you know, and, and a couple of people, they, they tell me, oh, well, you did this, you did this, this was a good thing. I thought those were easy choices, you know. The things I have done. You know what I haven't seen? I haven't seen the league grow as much as I hoped. Uh, I haven't seen the captains respect me enough to do the things when I ask. Like, I texted them a few weeks ago. and was like, hey, could y'all please all take a team picture, send it to me, uh, you know, like we do every season the, for social media stuff. And if you want to take pictures through the night, send them to me. I'll post them on the Dark League stuff. Uh... I'm the only one that has a team picture currently being used. No other team's done it. Um, I know we've been busy. We've had LSU. We've had you know, Tennessee. Had, uh, Halloween. Uh, so much going on in the fall. But nobody. You know, nobody. And, and it's disheartening. I, I text all the people in singles league and went, hey, when you send me your scores, please put what week it is. Because some of them play early or play late. Put what week it is 
and uh, and then you know the score between the two. Like for example, uh, if I play Mac, I'll use him because we're on opposite divisions this year. But uh, if I play Mac, if I were texting the score, then I'm going to give myself the win because it's my show. Uh, he'll argue, he can debate that with me later. But uh, I'll say I'll say four three. I'll say four three. But I would put. You know, me, four, Mac, three, week, you know, whatever it is, eight, you know, and sin. You know, it's, it's easy. Uh, and a few people have done it, but most of them, no, no. So, uh, my team is in a bit of a slump. We lost a few weeks, and we've got a huge game next week. Third Dark Magic comes to visit. This will be the first time that Third Dark Magic has come too unique to play us. Uh, the past couple of seasons since, you know, we started Dark United over here, then uh, we've gone to the Red Shed. So they'll come here. There will be another match here that night also. So uh, it, it should be good, wholesome family entertainment on Tuesday night. If you're curious how to get into the league, we have a singles league. It's obviously in the middle of the season also. So, you know, you'll have to wait until the next season. But you can DM me on any of the social medias or T-Town Dark League. Those are all me. And, uh... You can you know come by the bar talk to me about. It. I, I talked to a guy last night. We played downtown at Wheelhouse, and this older guy's like, "Oh, y'all y'all saw the league going? That's you know, I played way back in the day." And I started talking to him about it, you know, a little bit because I was in the league at that point, and uh, like I was new when he was getting out or was out. But he's like, "Yeah, okay, uh, I yeah I'd like to know about that singles league, you know, possibilities, blah blah blah." And so I just gave him my phone number. So I was like, well, you can DM us, D- just DM us on social media, T-Town Dark League on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And he's just looking at me like I'm insane. And I went, or I can give you my phone number. And he's like, there you go. And I was like, all right. And uh, he actually handed me his phone and had me put it in. So will I ever hear from him? I don't know. But I put it in and we'll see. Uh, I do appreciate, uh, I know Hopper's done it, I really haven't seen it, but some, you know, the boys that on Tuesday post on there, you know, that they have a game, that they include T-Town Dark League in their advertisements. You know, that's anything that can help the league grow. I appreciate it. Anyway, college football, that's why you came here. Let's go! The Crimson Tide of Alabama coming off the huge whipping of LSU, which is always fun. Uh, we now go to Lexington, Kentucky. Everybody keeps saying, ah, this seems like a trap game. You're coming off a big win, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that. Look, Bama's 38-2-1 all time against Kentucky. The two times they beat us, 1922 and 1997. I remember 97. Um, and Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, you know, they, they've been a good team this year. They're 5-4 and four against the spread. Bama's 6-3 and three against the spread, if you're curious. Here's where we're at, though. With the over-under, in Bama's nine games, the over's hit six times. It pushed once. With Kentucky's nine games, the over's hit six times. The over's at 46. Kentucky's averaging around 24, 25 points a game. Against the better teams when they played, uh, I mean, four out of their last five. uh, No, that's not that. But uh, they – when they ran into uh, Georgia and Tennessee and and Missouri and them – uh, they got run over and, you know, just truck and gave up plenty. I like Bama covering the, the 11, and I like the over of four, uh, over of 46. 
Um, that oh, and I'm going to tell you now. Take Bama's second half. Bama's second halves, you know, the past few weeks have been dominant, and so you're going to want to go and prepare for that halftime. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff that we'll have for the next two weeks because the SEC hates me. Um, the largest margin of victory ever by Bama against Kentucky was the last time we played them in 2020 when we beat them 63-3. to I don't expect anything like that, but I do think we handled this game pretty good. Offense seems to be rolling. Milrose seems to be healthy. RPOs. Yeah, and Kentucky's offense is run first, and that just doesn't bode well against us. So, Tennessee and Missouri. This is a fun one. Uh, Tennessee is sitting at number 14, Missouri number 16. This game is at Missouri. Tennessee is a one-and-a-half point favorite. Look, both these teams are 6-3 and three against the spread. 7-2 and two is the record. Over-under is 58-and-a-half. I like Missouri to win this game, and I like the over of 58-and-a-half. Um, look, Missouri's going through a gauntlet. It's a four... Four of the last five games have been against ranked opponents. But give me uh, give me the Tigers of Missouri. Ole Miss against Georgia. A uh, huge matchup. Uh, two of the top ten matchups we have on Saturday. You got number one Georgia, number ten Ole Miss. This game's in Athens. Um, now here's something for you. Ole Miss is 6-2-1 against the spread this year. Georgia is 2-6-1 against the spread this year. Why? Well, probably because they won 26 straight games, back-to-back national titles. They're number one in the country again, so their lines are a lot skewed because people just see Georgia and go, oh, they'll kill them you know, on everybody. And so their lines are really big. This line's at 10 and a half. I didn't think this should be a 10 and a half point line. I, I thought it was going to come out around 7 to 7 and a half. I like Georgia to win this game at home. I love that this is, you know, Kirby Smart, former Nick Saban defensive coordinator against Lane Kiffin, former offensive coordinator. I really like where this is at, uh, all the storylines and stuff with this game. But um, I really like uh, – I'll tell you, I bought this line up from 10.5 to 12.5, and, and I love Ole Miss to cover. I also like Georgia to win the game. So, but give it 12 and a half, and which is what I took it up to, is one of my big plays of the week. Um, Florida, three and six now. Ugh, cost me an 18 or I don't know, oh, call me an 18 and 18 days. Yeah, uh, this one was a very big one on last Saturday. Just to get Florida to win the game, they lose in overtime to Arkansas, who has not been good. Uh, they're three and six against the spread now. Florida is LSU coming off that loss, knowing their season is pretty much done. You know, uh, you got you got a couple of losses. You got three losses now. Um, yeah, three. They're five. LSU's five and four against the spread. So this this game line of 13 and a half, I'm not a big fan of. If I have to pick, it'll be LSU because they're at home. But every LSU game this year has hit the over. Every one of them. And that is why it's at 63 and a half. I brought it down to 61 and a half. And another big play of the week right there. The over of LSU. 
And until it misses, I'm going to keep riding it. Now, here's a really terrible football game nobody should watch. Auburn against Arkansas at Arkansas. Auburn's 4-5 and five against the spread. Arkansas is 5-4 against the spread despite being 3-6. and six. Look, Arkansas is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Arkansas to win this game. I think Arkansas wins. Their, they win out, and they end up bowl eligible. They end up 6-6. Six and six. Uh, They shouldn't have donkeyed up that game to Mississippi State, and they'd be closer to it, but they're very winnable games. Auburn on the road, not at home, not as good. Both offenses are terrible. Uh, I like the under in this game of 48. So, uh, Arkansas. Now, another terrible game here, mistake against uh, A&M. Uh, <laughs> the Bulldogs are 2-7 and seven, uh, against the spread. A&M, 4-4-1. A&M's an 18.5-point favorite. I bought it down to 16.5, made it a huge play for me. I like A&M. I think they cover this. Their defensive line is good, really good. They're going to get pressure. Mississippi State's not going to be able to do much on offense. Mississippi State's defense is one of the worst in the SEC, if not the country. Give me, uh, give me A&M to cover the 16 and a half. Over here, now we got, and y'all are going to think I'm crazy on this one, Vanderbilt against South Carolina. The line is South Carolina minus 14. I bought it down to 12 and a half and made it a five-star lock of the week. Vanderbilt covers, uh, South Carolina covers the 12 and a half. Against Vandy. South Carolina's four and five against the spread. They've been inconsistent all year. You're talking about Spencer Rattler, who's been inconsistent his entire life. There's a there's a lot of reasons not to want to take South Carolina. But Vanderbilt is one and nine against the spread. The worst of anybody in college football against the spread. I will go against them yet again. Give me South Carolina. Now, over to top 25 games that are on SEC. You got number two, Michigan, against number nine, Penn State. Obviously, you know the storylines. You know where we're at. You know everything going on with Michigan and all their backstory, hoopla stuff. Uh, at the end of the day, Michigan haven't played anybody, Paul. They played nobody. Uh, their average winning margin has been 34 a game, and they're yet to play a ranked team. So I was like, oh, here's their test. Penn State, is it though? Because Penn State, James Franklin, since he's been at Penn State, he's 3-16 against the top 10. 1-13 uh, against Ohio State Michigan. Um, I think both these teams bring a really good defense. Uh, I think it's going to be a few big plays that separate this game. Uh, give me Michigan minus the 4 on the road. And give me the under of 45 uh, for that game. <laughs> Texas Tech against Kansas. Kansas is minus three and a half. Look, Texas Tech's four and five against the spread. Kansas is five and four. I just think Kansas is a better team when they're at home. Uh, give me Kansas. I'm going to buy it down to two and a half because I'm not insane. But Kansas minus two and a half. Uh, Tulsa against Tulane. Both these teams are three and six against the spread. And Tulane's a 23-point favorite. Over-under is 53-and-a-half. You know what we're doing? We're not touching this game. Can't trust either one of them to cover a spread. It's a huge line. <clears throat> I don't like it in any way whatsoever. If I had to take it, I'd take Tulsa to cover the 23. 
But I'm not touching. This is a DNT. Do not touch. Next game up, you got Baylor against K State. Number 25, K State. Six and two against the spread. K State's a 20 and a half point favorite. You got me. Not for much. Two stars, two stars. I'm thinking K State. Um, you got Utah against Washington. Number 18, Utah. Number five, Washington. Utah, 5-3-1 against the spread. Washington, 4-4-1 four, four, against the spread. Bet you thought that'd be better. Um, the over-under is at 51. This game is at Washington. And everybody goes, oh, well, I saw the Oregon-Utah game, and Utah couldn't do anything but that, you know, that offense, blah, blah, blah. I think Washington's going to run them out of the building, and that's probably why Washington's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Look, Utah, I like. Y'all know that. I like their team. I like their style. Washington's run defense has been pretty poor. And if Utah can run the ball and dominate the time of possession and turn it into a sloppy, ugly game, a running game, limit you know, Penix possessions on offense, then – and their secondary has gotten a couple of guys healthy though a little better now. Uh, I think Utah can, can cover the spread, and I might just sprinkle the money line. Not much on the money line, but I will definitely – uh, about two and a half stars on Utah plus the nine and a half. Uh, Miami against Florida State. Remember when this was a huge game and everybody cared about it? Yeah, not so much anymore. That's your fault, Miami. Uh, Miami started the season 5-0. They were great. They didn't know how to take a knee. and But don't be fooled. This Miami defense is salty. They can play. Uh Florida State six and three against the spread. Miami's four and five against the spread, and that is why this is a do not touch. Fourteen and a half is a crazy line. I hate it. We don't like the hook. <clears throat> I could see this game going a lot of ways. I do think Florida State wins the game, but I will take the under of fifty because I think both defenses are better than both offenses. There you go. Okay on. Um, on to OK State against UCF. Um, OK State six and three against the against the spread. They're on the road down at UCF. They're minus two and a half. Um, I'm gonna go with OK State. About three stars on this. Uh, I'll take OK State to cover the two and a half. I'll probably also take the over of 64, but also not much. About two stars. Um, next game we got here is Stanford against Oregon State. Oregon State. Great number 12, minus 20 and a half. They're five and four against the spread. They are at home. They're always better at home. Stanford, not really good anywhere, unless they're playing Colorado. And uh, so give me Oregon State to cover the 20 and a half. Duke, North Carolina. These teams hate each other on the hardwood. But this is basketball. And both teams are better. They're good. UNC ranked number 24. Duke's four and five against the spread. North Carolina, 6-3 against the spread. A little bit better. Uh, they're a 14.5-point favorite. I'm going to buy it down to 13.5 and, and take UNC. Uh, but expect this to be a good game. I'm looking for a backdoor cover there. I'm looking for a late touchdown, a backdoor cover by UNC. Um, da, 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 da. Where am I at? Oh, West Virginia against Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Six and three against the spread. So is West Virginia. Um, Oklahoma's a 13 point favorite. I like it. I like Oklahoma to bounce back and truck 
West Virginia. I'm taking the over 58. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Oklahoma for three stars. Michigan State against the Ohio State University. Michigan State obviously has been very very bad, um, but they are six and three against the spread. Ohio State been very very good. They're five three and one against the spread. It's a 31 point spread. We're not touching this. Get away from that game. 31 points. Get out of here. Next game up, Texas against TCU. Texas ranked number seven in the country. Going down to Texas Christian. You saw them almost go down last week to K-State. K-State almost had them. Does Texas turn it around and bounce back big? I don't know. We also don't know if Ellers is going to play yet or not. We're waiting to hear about Quinn. Uh, Texas is a ten and a half point favorite. So I'm taking TCU in the points. What? TCU's three and six against the spread. That's not good. Yeah. Texas is four, four, and one against the spread. Let me give you some other things. TCU's won seven out of the last nine against Texas. But this TCU got drugged by Colorado to start the season. Okay. The last four Texas TCU games have all been within ten points. They said the line's ten and a half. Two and a half stars on TCU. Plus, this Texas team is not the same without Quinn. If Quinn plays, this is a don't touch. Erase that bet. If Quinn doesn't play, Quinn Edwards doesn't play, then I'll take TCU plus the points. Um, you got a little asterisk on that game. Turnovers will be the key to that game. Both teams have been turning the ball over way too much. Whoever can turn it over the least or force the most, whatever, uh, wins that game. Wins that game. Arizona State against UCLA. I know, neither one of these teams are right. Coleman, why are you doing it? Because I like this game. Arizona State's 4-4-1 against the spread. UCLA's 4-5 against the spread. It's an 18-point line. That line's way too big. Give me Arizona State. Um, Next game up. This is a big one. Number 20, USC. Number 6, Oregon. USC fired their defensive coordinator this week as they realized that their defense is absolutely atrocious. Finally. Only took, you know, nine weeks to figure, or ten weeks for them. They've already played ten games. Um, USC is two and eight against the spread. Oregon is seven, one, and one against the spread. Quack, quack, quack. Give me the Ducks. Minus, I bought it down. It's 15 as the line. I bought it down to 13 and a half at minus 150. And hammered it. Dropped the hammer. Oregon minus 13 and a half. Also, I took the over of 73 and a half because I don't care who's calling the defense. The defense still ain't good um, for USC. Arizona, ranked number 21, will be hosting or be at Colorado. Here's something for you I bet you didn't hear, expect to hear today. And I don't know where that buzzing came from, James. I'm sorry about that if you're hearing that. My bad. Don't yell at me. Uh, anyway, but I think I fixed it. Anyway, here's something you didn't expect to hear. Arizona is 8-1 and one against the spread. What? Yeah. Yeah. Tied for the best in the country, 8-1 and one against the spread. They've beaten three straight, uh, three straight weeks. They've beaten ranked teams. And now they go to Colorado. I ain't worried about Colorado. They're a 10.5-point favorite. Give me Arizona. Colorado is 5-3-1 against the spread, by the way. Also, the over-under is at 55. Give me the under. Big Coleman, Dion, and their offense. Give me the under. You heard me. By the way, I bought this down to 8.5, and, 
and made it one of my big plays of the week. Now, Thursday night, here you go tonight. You got Virginia against Louisville. Uh, Virginia is 6-3 against the spread. Louisville's 5-4 against the spread. Louisville's ranked number 11 in the country. Louisville's at home on Thursday night. Minus the 20.5, give me Louisville. Not for much. I'm like two stars on it. I'll also take the over of 50. Um, the other th- Another Thursday night game, you got Southern Mississippi. Man, remember when they were good? Not anymore. They're 3-6 against the spread. Louisiana, ooh la la to me. Also 3-6 against the spread. Ugh, that's ugly. Ooh la la is minus 10 in this game. I'm going to take them. That's just me not having any faith in this Southern Miss team. Uh, I'll take ooh la la minus the 10 at home. Uh, not touching that over under a 51. Friday night games, you got North Texas against SMU. SMU is minus 17. They're 5-3-1 against the spread, but I still like them. Give me SMU, not for much. Wyoming. Y'all know I love the Cowboys. But they're on the road at UNLV. UNLV is the other team that is 8-1 against the spread. And on Friday, the, the line is 5.5. Oh. But you know what? They're minus 215 money line. So a five-star lock of the week, UNLV, Friday night, at home, money line, minus the 215. Give me UNLV. Boom. I don't know why I said boom. It just came out. Uh, you got Temple, who's 2-7, and seven, playing, I guess we're playing South Florida. South Florida's at home. South Florida's 5-4 and four against the spread. This line's 7 I bought it down to five and made it one of my big plays of the week. Coleman, you've given us a lot of big plays. Yeah, because y'all keep asking me to give you a parlay. So here's your parlay. South Florida minus five. UNLV uh, money line. The Arizona minus eight and a half. Oregon minus 13 and a half. Um, the, what is that one? Oh, Ole Miss min- uh, plus 12 and a half. The over of LSU Florida 61 and a half, AM minus 16 and a half, and South Carolina minus 12 and a half. There's your eight teamer. Go make your money and just say thank you. Or Venmo me, whichever way you want to go. Um Notre Dame's on a bye. That's a ranked team. And the other rank the only other ranked team uh playing this week, number 25 Liberty, uh, is playing Old Dominion. Uh Liberty's a 13.5 point favorite. They're 7-2 against the spread. So I'm taking uh, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. They should really change their fight song to the insurance Liberty jingle. Anyway, guys, that's my time. I I can sit here and go for a while longer, but I really want to go home and go to bed. Uh, and, uh, and Thursday's a long day for me. So got to be here early. Got a lot of deliveries coming in. Got to go to Sam's before I come in. I'd like to get a haircut one day this week, but I have to get out of bed before noon to do that. So, hmm, that's going to be tough. Anyway, when you close and get home at 3 or 4 a.m., noon's early. Thou shall not text me before noon. Stop it. Stop it. You can DM me on social media all day. I don't have notifications for any of that turned on. Are you kidding me? Between the bar, myself, Dart League, everything... I have four Facebooks, uh, three Instagrams, three Twitters, and two Snapchats. No, 
None of the notifications for any of that are on. Get out of here. But, so you can, you can DM them or whatever. I'll see them when I get up and I get time. So, I do want to thank all y'all for listening. It's been absolutely glorious football season. Seeing everybody come back in town, whether it was you know early in the season with Texas or you know LSU this past one, Tennessee, Ole Miss, uh, homecoming. Seen a lot of old friends, a lot of a lot of fun faces, and, and I appreciate y'all not only coming back but coming by and seeing me. Uh, I know I was busy working most of the time, but it is great to see y'all, and I do appreciate it. Um, we still got another home game. I know the students here don't know that, but UTC is at home. Not Saturday, but the next Saturday. Literally, if you go through, like, Saturday's Instagram, uh, so many of the students, our final home game at Bryant-Denny, you know, we'll miss you, Bryant-Denny. See you next season, Bryant-Denny. Do they know there's another one? No, they don't. They don't care because they're all going home for Thanksgiving because the university gives them the whole week out now rather than... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like we used to get. Since they have the whole week, they take the weekend before also, and they're all gone. Uh, so, yeah, good job. Thanks. Don't expect 11 a.m. against UTC to be filled up. Plenty of good seats available. Come on in town. Bring the kid. No, don't bring the kids. If you bring the kids, you can't come by the bar. I have to go outside and talk to you, and it's weird. Anyway, that is my time. And so, uh... I'm going to leave you. Nick Chichester does ask me to remind y'all that Red Drew is a one-way avenue. And as always, I will leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.